Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com and Draft.com, where if you go out to Draft.com right now and use the promo code BOXES, you will get a free entry to your first draft. I am your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler Watts. What's up, Tyler? Oh, Michael. How are you today? You know, I'm, I'm doing uh, pretty good. The weather finally has kind of cooled off a little finally. You could actually uh, go outside without considering taking a shower again. Like, it's, it's, it's going all right. It's going pretty good. Oh, come on now. You got to love a shower, Mike. Not a huge fan of the showers. If I could, if I could uh, someone could just hose me down on the way out of, out of the house, <laughs> uh, I would take that. I don't have the time. I don't have the time to shower. A 1920s bath? Yeah, just the old hose. <laughs> All right, fair, fair. We've been um, doing some uh, new things here. So, you know, if you're just joining us for the first time, uh, we are going to be really ramping up our off-season podcast. And we have a new thing going on. Uh, we're trying it this, um, I guess, this season. Uh, we've built a, a decent amount of listeners, and uh, we really appreciate that. And in order to keep the podcast going, we've started our own uh, Patreon. And so if you really enjoy the show and you want some uh, exclusive content, maybe you want to join our listener league, uh, maybe you want access to uh, Tyler's rookie rankings before we release those on a future podcast, um, and also, you know, there's some there's some extra treats in there where we're going to get personal, like, you know, you can join our Slack channel and actually get uh, direct advice from us. We're going to be doing some Q&As. So, like, we have a whole bunch of features planned for our Patreons. And if you go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes, uh, you can subscribe. And that, you know, it helps us out. It allows us to continue to bring uh, really good content for the podcast and uh, support the podcast, basically make sure it's being hosted and make sure uh, you are actually getting that content. So we really appreciate it. If you go check out patreon.com slash watching the boxes. I'm excited about that Patreon. I think we're going to have some uh, really special stuff for the, for the listeners, Tyler. Oh, no doubt. I will be releasing some great content on there and maybe some exclusive content that you don't even hear on here. So, yeah, we'll probably have a, a podcast, maybe even that we do for the for the Patreon subscribers. And uh, I know Tyler has a special uh, Dynasty League that he's setting up, and so you know this is a one time thing. You you can't get into the Dynasty League next year. You know this is this is a one year uh, entry because that Dynasty League is going to go on forever, just like it all is, Dynasty leagues, right, Tyler? It is going to be fantastic, Mike. And Tyler's got a really good plan for that. So if you want to get into that Dynasty League, we already got someone who's joined. So uh, get out there. Get on that Patreon, patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Uh, let's talk about the big news, Tyler. Let's just get right into it. Um, the foot, the you know, the, the foot has finally dropped. That's not that's not a phrase, is it? I don't not believe it is. I think you made the, that up. The foot has finally dropped, and Kawhi Leonard has been traded. Uh, to a really uh, to the, an, an unsuspecting team, I think late in uh, the quiet talks, uh, Toronto did start to be mentioned, 
And I guess the Toronto odds dropped suspiciously uh, in Vegas, which is uh, obviously something some uh, insider money on this trade. Maybe it was Pop. Do you think Popovich put a bunch of money down on, on Toronto and then traded him to Toronto? Dude, he's like, I got to make some money somehow. Yeah. You know, they're not, you know, they're he just going to be in rough. Vegas for minicamp this, this coming week. Right? That's, that's true. That is true. I, I'm smelling conspiracy here. Came out a little early, dropped a few dollars down. Yeah. Had a yeah. surrogate, dropped some money on Toronto. Well, Kawhi Leonard is now a Toronto Raptor. He has moved to the East. He is the only legit all-star in the East. That's right. I said it. And they're a superstar. I guess there's technically there will be some East all-stars, even though I think if they changed it to, like, no conference affiliation all-stars, I'm not sure how many Eastern players would actually make it. Oh, well, you got a couple guys on the Sixers. Kyrie Irving always seems to make it, right? Yeah, like, I guess there's fans, Kyrie. Fans love the Kyrie. Yeah, all right. Well, there's a couple guys. Uh, but Kawhi, who has apparently reported and passed his physical in Toronto, um, is allegedly going to be playing for the Toronto Raptors. And DeMar DeRozan, the Toronto legend, is moving down south to pay no taxes in San Antonio. And that was, uh, that was a pretty big move. That's a that's a, that's a two, you know, all stars moving. Basically, one it wasn't a one for one trade, and we'll get into that. But uh, that's, a, that's a rare occurrence. Yeah, right. I mean, we don't normally see two big names going for each other, right? It's it's usually like stars teaming up, and so this was a, definitely a very interesting trade, and a trade that probably doesn't get made if the whole circus of Kawhi last year doesn't go on. Like, even if Kawhi says, like, I want to be traded, right? If he played last year, especially once the, the Spurs doctor said he was healthy, I, I don't think we've seen this. And then now, I mean, obviously with the reports today, maybe the Spurs medical staff is not looking very good at all. Yeah, I have, I have no idea um, if, if Kawhi can play or maybe, like, like you're saying, the Spurs staff is not, you know – up to par. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm not entirely sure where the bad blood, like how much bad blood is in that situation, why there's so much bad blood. It's mostly because uh, Kawhi Leonard is a mute. Uh, the dude hasn't spoken about anything uh, ever. And, and uh, we're just, I don't know if we're, uh, we'll ever find out. Yeah, right. I, probably not. I mean, we'll probably never really know the whole story. Yeah, I like the chance that Toronto's taking here. I think that, you know, that team had stagnated even with LeBron gone. Uh, I really like Kawhi in uh, Toronto. I really like DeMar in um, in San Antonio. Like, I, I find that trade just – I feel like I'm, it's going to lead to some interesting basketball. Yeah, right, and, and this is the kind of stuff we always like to see in the NBA. It's just some shakeups and, and what's going to go on now, right? Can Can Toronto finally win the – the East with Kawhi and what does DeMar bring to the Spurs, which I mean, that Western conference like is other than the Kings, right? Like even the Suns are kind of interesting. Like every yeah. team is just, you know, like, okay, I could see these guys being a lot better or I yeah, could see every these guys team except better. Charlotte is, is interesting. Charlotte. That's right. I, I went there. Yeah. Charlotte is not interesting at all. I'm not interested in that team. Well, I mean, when is Charlotte in the West? 
Oh, I, I thought you meant every team in the NBA. No, now come on, Mike. There's lots of non-interesting teams around. No, it's every team but Charlotte. The Bulls? I mean, come the on. Bulls are really interesting. What are you talking about? They're an up-and-coming team. I got Jabari Parker, hometown kid, hero, local hero, Jabari. Oh, Michael, you've been drinking the Kool-Aid again. So, okay, well, yes. let, let's, let, let's get let's into get some into fantasy. Let's cut to the fantasy. Some fantasy questions here. Um, ranking of Kawhi Leonard right this moment on the Toronto Raptors. Um, knowing what I know. Yeah, right. I mean, like, which is not, which is about his health, which is nothing. Right, and and literally, we know nothing, right? Like, he passed his physical, which sounds well, good. That's positive, but right. But we heard reports last year that the Spurs medical staff had cleared him to play, and then he played like what nine games, and then he sat out again because he wasn't healthy and. They kept saying that he was probably healthy enough to play, and he kept saying he wasn't. So does that even matter that he passed his physical play? Um, it matters a little bit, right? And I think this is going to be a lose for Kawhi Leonard no matter what happens. If he comes back and plays like really well immediately, well, maybe he was uh, sitting out on the Spurs. And if he comes back and can't play, well, I guess you're not getting paid. So he's going to have to come out and try to play. Um, I'm... I guess I'm going to be a little bit on the positive side with Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to get sucked into, I think what I got sucked into last year was that I thought he was going to be okay. Uh, I think he has to have uh, a pretty good season this year. And even if he plays like, you know, 60 some games, I probably have him around like 13, 12. All right. So kind of a fringy first rounder then, right? Yeah, like if you're in a if you're in a roto league, I'm even more interested in 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 picking him up if I can be assured via some preseason action that he looks healthy. I might I'll probably move if he looks healthy, completely healthy in the preseason. I probably move him into the top eight. Oh, into the top eight. Yeah, he's Kawhi oh. Leonard. All right, I wasn't expecting that, but okay. Um, so, yeah, right, we've seen two really awesome seasons of Kawhi, and we've seen some other very good seasons of Kawhi. And even last year, right, like, now, granted, it was nine games, but, like, you look at the numbers, like, he was playing very well in 23 minutes a game. Um, yeah. So we we got to think that when he's on the court, he's going to be really good. The question is just how much is he going to be on the court? And I don't know. I'm concerned about this injury, but... I'm not super concerned. Like, uh, I'm kind of in on Kawhi in the top 12. Probably not quite the top 10 yet, but once I see him on the court, I I think I might get there too. Yeah, Um, I think we all should reserve our right to to judge that uh, prior to the season as we get closer. But moving to Toronto, do you see his game really just changing in any way? Or... um, uh, having to adjust to their style of play. You got Kyle Lowry, who uh, does like to have the ball in his hand uh, quite a bit more than I think the, the, the guards in uh, the Spurs. But like, Kawhi's never a guy who really needed to be the primary ball handler. Yeah, right. I mean, like the most we've ever seen is Kawhi averaged three and a half assists. And I, I don't think that this is really going to affect him a lot, right? Like 
one of the things that's really good about Kawhi is his defensive stats and you got to think that those are going to be there. And the fact that he can score like 25 points a game, well, that's I mean, positive. DeMar, right. DeMar was doing that. So there's plenty of shots to go around. Right. So I don't really think his game changes a ton. The uh, the biggest question about Kawhi for me is like, if you're starting a dynasty league, okay, Kawhi is Kawhi's 27 years old, but are you knocking him down a little bit considering pretty much everything I've heard about this injury basically says like it's a chronic thing and it could flare up at any time. And it basically there's not like any way to fix it. Right. Like you can't just have a surgery and fix it. Right. Like it's always going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely, especially with the influx of uh, young talent that's coming into the league. uh, There's just, I think there's a lot more opportunity to take um, just guys, young guys who've already proved themselves for one. Uh, like Carl Anthony Towns and, and Giannis, um, but also you got you know your 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 young Ben Simmonses and, and Joel Embiid. You know there, there's a question about his health too, but uh, I think you can make enough excuses not to pick Kawhi Leonard in a in a dynasty league with one of your top picks. Yeah, right. And then the question becomes like, how far does that go? Right, like in a in a startup dynasty league and. In, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about this in the future too. Is like, I'm I'm always trying to win in year one, so my rankings usually don't look much different than they would like in a redraft. Yeah, there's league. some slight adjustments, right? You push up some of those younger guys. Maybe in a in a regular league, you would have LeBron over someone like Jokic in a in a redraft league, but with Jokic's age, you you would want to switch that. I mean, it's stuff like that. Yeah, so here's my question, and, and you kind of hit it. So would you rather have Kawhi or LeBron in, in a dynasty league? So Kawhi's 27, right? Significantly younger than LeBron. You mm. got to think that, well, maybe not. Maybe LeBron is even better this year, right? Like, we don't really LeBron's know probably why. better this year. LeBron could be better next year. I think a lot of uh, – I guess we've got to get on a little of a dynasty uh, segue, but I think a lot of people don't uh, look at a dynasty league and go, man, like you really just got to get that young talent. And um, contracts can be traded. You know, People can be moved. LeBron having a good year this year, someone's going to want that LeBron next year. Like Someone's going to want LeBron in the middle of the year. And so really ask, you want to look at it like you're owning a team, like assets are important. And whether you have a young guy on a, or who you're going to own for 10 years or an old guy who's performing, they're, they're all movable depending on who's competing for a title and who's not. That was that was total cop-out. You didn't answer my question. No, that's not a cop-out, Tyler. I think I'd draft Kawhi in a, in, a, in a startup dynasty over LeBron. Yeah, yeah I'm going LeBron. It's probably the right choice. And a lot of it has to do with what you said, right? Like, if I realize I'm not competing for the title this year, I move LeBron and get some younger pieces. And if I am competing for the title, I want the best player this year anyways. So give me LeBron. Yeah, he's going to be one of the best players. Let's uh, talk about the other superstar in this trade. Um, DeMar DeRozan 
a uh, I think kind of a fa- like a, f- a fantasy freak and a no player kind of like uh, fantasy guys like them. Uh, they know what they're doing. They like him a little bit more than I think uh, rankings usually have him, or uh, even the casual fan likes uh, will like Demar Derozan. People are pretty lukewarm on Demar Derozan, but as a fantasy player, um, I've I've always thought he was under. He's been underrated for many years. Yeah, right. Um, Kawhi, or yeah, Kawhi. Yeah, I'm, I'm still talking about Kawhi. Demar, Kawhi. He doesn't care about you. Uh, Damar just does a lot of things that go under the radar, and I think a lot of it might have been playing in Toronto, right? Like, how many yeah. Raptors games do some people watch in a year? Like, other than the playoffs? When about, I think about three. I watch about three Raptors games a year. And so it'll be interesting to see if the the new move to San Antonio affects his perceived value, right? Because yeah. I don't think it's going to per- per- – affect his actual value a ton. Right? I think he's going to do DeMar DeRozan things. Now, uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, do you think the pop system um, where you got to move the ball, which is not DeMar DeRozan's forte, but also like the quality shooting coaches there uh, that could lead to DeMar DeRozan working on his three-point shot? Um, you know, do those kind of I guess balance each other out. Like when you get a little good, you get a little. He's going to have to adjust though to the pop systems. It's good. He's going to be worse, or is it just going to be all positive for him? Well, you know, I, I think that we know. I don't think players like this change their spots too much, right? Like he's he's going to be Demar Derozan. He's still young, right? Twenty nine years old next season. In the middle of his prime, yeah. Like, I, I just don't see him changing a ton. And uh, people in Toronto would, would always say this about him, right? He always seemed to find a way to get better. Like, last year he averaged 5.2 assists. He never averaged more than four assists a game yeah. um, in, in a season, right? Like, he always just found a little way to get better. And, and I think that the Spurs are going to love that work ethic and, and they're going to find ways to make him that little bit better. And even if he plays a few less minutes or – you know what I mean? I think he's going to maybe be a little more efficient and the scoring is still going to be there. And so are the assists and the rebounds and the steals. And so I, yeah. I, I'm in, I'm in, count me in. I'm, you know what I'm into? I feel very confident in drafting him in his normal um, position, which is probably like, you know, like the fourth round, late third, early fourth is probably where DeMar usually gets drafted. That might be a little bit of a, um, a little bit of an upsell, perhaps. Uh, where where do you think they usually have him, Tyler? Well, th- this is the this is the thing that that makes him find his way on my team a lot. I think is, I think a lot of times he's like in the forties or fifties, and a lot of times I have him in the early forties or maybe late thirties, and so yeah, I, that's kind of a, a little bit of discount there. But on the Spurs, I I think maybe he gets that bump up that he's always kind of deserved and he, he probably goes maybe closer to where he belongs. Yeah. His name is in the news. Uh, he's on a new team. So people will be thinking about him come draft time. And uh, he's, uh, he's also one of those players that are like one of the last guys you can get as far as more than 20 points a game. And so he's yeah, often, some, if, sometimes if he's, he lasts, right? Yeah. You, he usually is the last. And so you, you really, a lot of people, when you need him, you you got to pick him up. So I, I think it's going to be a good 
change in the situation for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, but you mentioned earlier, like he's 29. He might prove a little bit, but this is this, he is who he is. And Pop might get the best out of him, but he is who he is. Uh, let's let's not kid ourselves that there's going to be a giant jump in, in DeMar DeRozan, but I feel very positive about his outlook. So, um, this is worth mentioning, right? Our man Mark Roberts has released his fantasy basketball yeah. rankings for the year. One of the, one of the greats. Um, and he has DeMar DeRozan 48th. Interesting. So, I really enjoy it. Mark, we are going to have Mark on the show uh, to talk about his projections and how he... Uh, calculates them and i really uh i'll save the details for 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 mark to explain to you but he does it in a very smart way and he's uh he looks at just what these players normally do there there it's very rare and i think uh, i don't know if it was josh lloyd or someone else who was saying like you know how many players have been in the top 20 in the last six years and you know it was like 38 it's like Guys are usually around what they did last year. That's 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 normal. Guys jumping around all over the place is is not is not normal. It's a, it is not the what you should expect. So some guys take leaps, some guys take dropbacks, but for the most part, your 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 main guys, your top guys, are your top guys. Yeah, I, I mean, and Mark does this very specific way. If he breaks the kind of production down per minute, and he kind of pegs you, especially for these players like Demar who played a lot of years, he pegs you at kind of a statistical baseline, and then he just figures out how many minutes he thinks you're going to play, and he plugs the numbers right and yeah. does the math. Um, it seems to work out very well, and, and they always seem to be maybe I'll, I'll say the most accurate projections on the on the web. I mean, you oh, can, definitely put them up against anybody and then they always seem to stand the test of time um so much much better than uh, specific sites that will not be mentioned here so here's an interesting one and and this is uh this is one i'm not on board with so i took turnovers out of the equation i did a standard eight categories right. and, and i know this, you hate looking at turnovers uh, well i mean i just don't the stickiness of turnovers doesn't stand up from season to season as much as we'd like to think i think in in the sense that some guys get more ball handling some guys get less ball handling right and like some some bad bounces can fly either way so um we'll just get rid of that for the sake of today's discussion so i've got four players i want to ask you about and they're going to be all against demar Derozan. oh okay Okay. i like this so the rosen on the spurs Hmm. you can have him or you can have jason tatum Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I like Tatum's kind of uh, other stats a little bit better than DeMar's, but I'm worried about the playing time for Jason Tatum. Even though I think they are going to find ways to play him, I'm going to go with DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, me too. Um, Okay, so you got Gary Harris or you got DeMar DeRozan? Ooh, see, that's unfair. That's unfair. You know how much I like Gary Harris. Um, uh, I'm, I I can't I can't I can't do it. I have to go with Gary Harris. I love Gary Harris. He's an elite steals guy. Um, I I think he'll keep his uh, his status as an like a, a, a top steals guy with great percentages. Like he's got great guard percentages as well. I I, I love Gary Harris. 
So I find the the comparison between Jason Tatum and Gary Harris very interesting. I think that they kind of have similar games um, a little bit, right? Tatum doesn't quite give you the steals, but he gives you another half a block a game, which kind of propels him into interesting territory. Yeah, Um, that's that's nice. I think uh, Gary Harris is just – he's kind of like a five-tool guy. He's got those great steals. He hits really good threes, and he gets you really great percentages and scores. Like that's that's great across the board, like – that's the kind of under or overlooked guard. Like people, not a lot of people outside the fantasy world like Gary Harris or care for Gary Harris or know who he is. Okay, so I got another maybe perhaps forgotten man: Gordon Hayward or Demar Derozan. Oh, um, I think Gordon Hayward was on his way to to, to moving up before that leg injury. I like Gordon Hayward. I think a little bit more. Than than Demar Derozan. Okay, CJ McCollum or Demar Derozan. Oh, man, I'm a I'm a long time CJ McCollum backer. He kind of he did me wrong last year by uh, by kind of falling off a little bit. Even though you know if you look at his stats, he didn't really fall off at all. It's just that the league got better around him. Um, so I'm gonna go with Demar Derozan. Yeah, so all those guys are just ahead of DeMar DeRozan in Mark's rankings. They are 41, 42, 43, 44, oh, and 46. Wow. Interesting. So, um, uh, I, I think, think maybe said, Mark is sleeping on DeMar DeRozan a little bit. Maybe, maybe just a tad. Um, I, when, when you think about like those guys who are in that 40 to 50 range, um, sometimes they're interchangeable. And uh, perhaps – Depending on what your build is, you'll like some of these guys a little bit more than the other guy. But uh, I think this that was actually a good list. Tatum, Harris, Hayward, McCollum, DeRozan. Um, all a bunch of really good um, fourth-round plug-em-in, does a lot of things. Like Really, I, I have a feeling those that's the group of guys we're going to be picking from when we do our uh, Who Do I Draft series later this summer. Yeah, right, and and there's just a lot of interesting names in that list. I think. I I completely agree. Let's uh, let's talk about the other two players. I actually think one of these players is a little bit more interesting than um, than the two superstars to talk about fantasy wise. Um, it was just not it was not a one for one trade. Uh, Jakob Portal was probably how you say his name. Tyler did not chastise me Im- immediately. Uh, moved. From Toronto to San Francisco, and Toronto ended up getting. I, I actually thought this was a good move. Uh, ended up getting Danny Green, which really fits a role on their uh, on a needed role on their roster. Uh, Danny Green, I think, uh, underrated defensive player, and um, I really like the idea of Danny Green not playing Popovich minutes in Toronto. And I think his uh, his fantasy value goes up after this trade. What do you, what do you think about Danny Green's outlook next year? How did he play the whole season with a torn groin? I'm still trying to figure that out. Nobody knows. Um, so Danny Green is a, a very interesting guy, right? Like he shoots a terrible field goal percentage. Yeah, but never on many attempts, right? Like it's it's always a you can kind of come back from it. It's a manageable. Bad free, uh, field goal percentage. He's not going to score a lot of points because he doesn't, you know, shoot very many shots. But he could very well average you a steal and a block, and somewhere between threes. one and a half to two threes, right? So you like yeah. that? He's, he's only gonna... shooting threes. 
but like there's no assists and there's no rebounds really either. So no. he's very interesting in that sense, right? Like he's kind of more of a specialist. And I don't know. I I like him in in deeper leagues. I I find that I often get him, but in standard leagues, I he always ends up being kind of one of those guys I churn through it and drop and maybe pick back up just because at some point you need someone to score and he just can't do it. He is not fun to own. You come in, I mean, especially when he's on a slump. And he's a very, very streaky player. And those guys are hard to own. Uh, depends on what kind of league you're in. If you're trying to win a week, a slump could kill you. Uh, if you're in a roto league, well, that slump is just a slump as part of the your overall season long average, like whatever. Um, he ranks huh? 145th in Mark's rankings, assuming he only plays 26 minutes. So if you're yeah, assuming he gets some more minutes, I feel gonna, like he's okay. going to get some more minutes. So he might be standard league relevant in your own personal rankings there, Michael. I, I, I think so. Um, I think he is a really good – if you're in a bigger league, uh, I definitely would be picking this guy up in those later rounds. But I think he's a really good uh, maybe late-round flyer if there's just no one with upside, no one intriguing on the board with one of your last – in your last two rounds. Uh, oh, now, come on. That's I'd be not willing, a real thing. Don't I'd even be say that. Willing to pick him up. Someone's going to be available. Like you're going to like someone more than Danny Green for sure. But like, well, he's, he's going to get a block and a steal. Like he's just he's just going to be a really good streamer, and I think so, he might be good enough to own instead I, of stream. I'm with you. I'll name you five guys below him in Mark's rankings that will make me never pick him in a standard league. Ready? Okay, go. De'Aaron Fox. Okay. Right? Like, there's just something interesting there, right? Starting point guard, probably going <sighs> to play minutes, could get you five, uh, five and a half, six assists a game. I, I'm not on – I am not on De'Aaron Fox Island. With uh, I'm not joining – I'm not buying any real estate there. But um, he is more interesting. Right, as, sure. a late, as, as a last-round flyer, I'm talking about, like, in a standard league. I'd oh, much yeah. rather have Fox than Danny Green, right? Because we know what Danny Green is. Yeah. Aaron Fox could be decent, right? Like I don't I mean, I, I, like I could, if we're going to say one of these two guys ends up in the top 100, I'm going to bet on De'Aaron Fox more than I'm going to bet on Danny. That's yes. Okay, so there's one. Um number 2, Brooke Lopez, 155th Ooh. in Mark's rankings. Okay, he's only got him playing about 21 minutes, which could drastically change in Milwaukee. Right, and so like if he's actually ranked below, I- I'm definitely taking the upside shot on Brook Lopez because we've seen Brook Lopez be really good. Right, we've seen it. That's not sure. to say it will happen again, but we've seen it happen in the past. Okay. Um, and and there's there's a lot more like kind of interesting guys down in this range. I think um, Jalen Brown, right, is a guy we're not sure how much he's gonna play, but. I mean, he can score, right? And he can do some Danny Green type things. Yeah, that's true. Bogdan Bogdanovich is a little bit more consistent score for Indiana. Um, you know, there are some more interesting fellows down here at the at the other than Danny Green, who's not that interesting. But, um, but then, I don't know. I think I think Danny Green's going to be owned on a lot of teams. 
Well, he's going to be deep... seemingly relevant for at least a portion of the season. But in a deeper league, right, you might want Danny Green because you know what Danny Green's going to get. And some of these players we're talking about, like, would it shock you if Brooke Lopez played, like, 18 minutes a game, right? We've seen him do it to Greg Monroe. Yeah. It would not shock me, though. Like, right. And then, you know, high, high ceiling, low floor, Danny Green's going to be Danny Green. And especially in a, in a, in a deep league, that one block, one two, and three, that adds up over time. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And so I, I would be targeting him in, that, in those mid-rounds. And the, the deep, deep, the big leagues. Um, the other guy in this trade, Jakob Potl. Portal. What? Portal? No, There's no R in there. Like a cat would do. There's no R in there. That's what that. Hey, look at basketball references pronunciation. Portal. Jakob Portal. Um, yeah. Going to, to San Antonio. Do you think he's going to play any uh, like significant minutes there? Do you, are you have any intrigue in, in into Jakob? Um, blocks streamer. That's a that is good. That is good advice. One point two blocks in in eighteen point six minutes a game last year for Toronto. So I think he can get somewhere around there, and he can probably get you somewhere around those block numbers too. And that's Club, worth it. Yeah, I'd actually think he, you know, probably a few more minutes a game. You know, Pop likes to do weird stuff with the minutes, and you know, occasionally he'll play longer period stretches of, of of games than he would in uh, Toronto. So, not standard league relevant in my opinion, but Blockstream, I'm with you. Yeah, so that that's that's probably the book on that one. I think you're right. So yeah, I think that is it for the Kawhi. Demar trade. Uh, that's what we wanted to talk about this evening. Uh, I think we'll be back pretty soon with uh, some rookie rankings. But if you want to get a sneak preview to those rookie rankings, uh, check out Patreon.com/slash Watching the Boxes, and you can check out Tyler's rookie ranks right now. Uh, I might have some issues with some of the rankings, but uh, Tyler is very well versed. He writes a excellent draft column every year. And he knows the uh, the rookies very very well. Why I only pay attention to like the top eight dudes. I don't care about anybody else. Fair. That's a fair. That's that's all fair. It's, it's a very fair statement. I, I'll start paying attention to some of these dudes once they become standardly relevant, um, or once I see them have one thirty point game in preseason. I'll be like, oh boy, Mikael Bridges. What do you do? I think that's the. Uh... The NFL preseason special. What is the guy runs for like a seventy-yard touchdown, and then everyone's like, "Ah, oh, draft oh. him!" Draft him. all you see on Twitter is like, draft this guy in fantasy," and I'm like, "He's literally like not even gonna play." <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of those guys aren't gonna play, but I'm looking forward to preseason. Preseason still uh, a ways away. We are also going to be bringing you, after uh, our rookie ranks, we're going to be doing uh, projections with Mark uh, Roberts, which will be very good, and um, our team breakdowns. So very popular uh, segment last year. We broke down every single team last year, and I think we'll be doing that again this year. Uh, we're going to try to keep those uh, a little shorter than we did last year. Some of those podcasts got a little, little tangenty, a little long. Surprise, surprise. And uh, and then we're going to be doing some mock drafts. Uh, who do I drafts? And uh, 
sleepers, a bunch of other pre-season stuff as we get closer to the actual NBA season starting to prepare you for your upcoming fantasy season. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, Tyler, aren't you? Oh, of course, it's going to be great. Beautiful. So yeah, we will be back next time with some uh, rookie ranks, so stay tuned for that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night.